and welcome back to the Clifford Chance Lab Chat series podcast, where our experts discuss legal innovation developments and trends faced by lawyers and the business world today. My name is Joanne Chuang, and I'm the Legal Innovation Lead of Create Plus X5 at Clifford Chance, and I'm very delighted to host this podcast. Create Plus X5 is our first global innovation lab. It's a strategic space that unites our lawyers, our clients, and the wider legal community to discover the future of legal services through research, education, and collaboration. During our lab chat episodes, we invite industry-leading speakers to discuss trending developments, interesting conversations, and engaging topics around legal innovation and technology in the APAC region and beyond. Today, I'm joined by Boya Lee, our Legal Innovation Advisor, and together we have the pleasure of speaking with Danielle Sim and Leonard Lee from Clifford Chan Singapore on their recent experience participating in the third edition of the DBS Hackathon for a Better World, Building a Scam Resilient Society, which was held in Singapore recently. In this session, we will hear from Danielle and Leonard how innovation and design thinking is important for lawyers. Why don't we start off with a quick intro? Hi everyone, I'm Boya and I'm the Legal Innovation Advisor at Create Plus 6.5. I support the firm's innovation expertise through research and development of new opportunities and ideas, including the rollout of technologies and programs. The DBS Hackathon was a unique innovation opportunity which we had the privilege to take part in and we are excited to hear more from Danielle and Leonard who are part of the core team for the Hackathon. Hi, I am Danielle, a second seat trainee with Clifford Chance Singapore. I am currently in my second rotation doing M&A. An interesting fact about me is that law is actually my second career. Hi everyone, I'm Leonard. I'm an associate in the asset finance team in Singapore. I've been working for a couple of years now, having started my training contract with Clifford Chance in London before moving back to Singapore around two years ago. Thank you, Leonard and Danielle. It's great to have you both with us here today. And before we dive into the details of the entire hackathon experience, perhaps Boya can give us a quick introduction on what the hackathon was about. Absolutely. In a collective fight against scams, DBS Bank, the Singapore Courts and the National Crime Prevention Council have jointly organised this hackathon as a unique collaboration bringing together the community with the private and public sectors in citizen-led efforts to build a shared future for Singapore. Our team from Clifford Chan Singapore participated in the hackathon and we eventually won the most feasible award for our solution. The team put together a creative idea to counter scams through a mobile app titled Hook that makes fighting scams fun with easy everyday actions via the in-app challenges. Over the span of six weeks, the team attended an in-person design thinking workshop held by DBS and actively applied the methodologies of design thinking throughout the process to validate their hypotheses and conduct usability testings to iterate and improve the solution. Maybe Danielle can start by sharing a little bit more about the chosen problem statement and the team's solution. Yes, happy to share. So the problem this year that DBS shared with us was how to build a scam-resilient society. And in our research looking at this issue, we found that there is an awareness versus action gap. I think the problem is that many of us feel like we're somewhat immune to scams and that it's not quite going to hit us. But we forget that scams are getting increasingly sophisticated and scammers are also getting smarter. So we felt that more needed to be done to combat this problem. And so we built our solution around that. 
our target audience was busy professionals whom we feel like we can relate to as busy professionals ourselves. We wanted to see how we could help to plug this awareness gap through things like bite-sized personalized information so that it does not feel like an overload of information all the time about scams out there. We also considered how we could take action in dealing with scams, and we thought that having scam simulations would help us to realize that we are not really immune to scams. And so that helps us to better train our response and reaction when we encounter such a situation. DBS has certainly picked a very interesting topic for this year's hackathon, and definitely more can be done to combat scams in our society today. The team's solution sounds very interesting, and I personally would find it exciting to undergo scam simulations. As lawyers, I'm sure work has been very busy for the both of you, so may I ask what prompted you to participate in this hackathon? I guess for me personally, it was really just as simple as the whole concept of a hackathon sounding quite interesting. So when the opportunity came around, it certainly caught my eye after reading a little more about it, as Danielle shared. Being scam resilient is a very prevalent issue in our society at the moment, so that definitely added to the motivation factor. I guess another big part of it was getting the opportunity to work with our colleagues in the Singapore office from other teams, not just within my own practice group. Meeting colleagues from other departments and having this interdisciplinary effort was quite a good idea. I totally agree with Leonard. I think that one of the big points of participating in this hackathon was being able to work with different people from different teams within the Singapore office, and that was really a highlight. And the fact that DBS is a client for all of us, as well as given how this hackathon was in collaboration with the state courts, as well as the Singapore police force, it just kind of made sense to put up our hands for this. It sounds like the entire experience was a great exposure from solving problems surrounding scams to working with the broader team in Clifford Chance to come up with a great solution. What would you say are your key takeaways from this hackathon? One of the things that was quite beneficial from this hackathon is that we had to go through training in a design thinking workshop. I think that really helped us to not jump to the solution straight away, which I think is a very easy thing to do. We often just try to come up with many possible solutions without fully understanding the problem. But in this hackathon, we really took the time to understand our user persona, which was busy professionals in this case, and things like jobs to be done for them. We had to give a thought to their emotional and social needs, the context of their behaviours, and just some of the dynamics that surround them before trying to find a solution that would really meet their needs. I completely agree. As lawyers, it is quite easy for us to get stuck into a particular issue or problem and just try to hash it out and work around it. But as Danielle mentioned, it is helpful to take a step back and really understand what the underlying issue is. So I found the design thinking framework to really be quite helpful in that sense. There was something that really shaped the discourse of this particular hackathon and the way to try to approach the problem statement. So how has your participation and involvement in this hackathon changed your perspective on innovation and legal technology? To be honest, apart from some of the basic legal tech tools we use in asset finance, innovation itself is quite a foreign concept. So this hackathon was very beneficial in terms of the exposure it provided. I think what really changed my perspective was that mock-ups and 
visual expressions of certain concepts can help to drive the point home. Take our hackathon, for example. The fact that we had a mock-up of our solution is what I think won the point for us in the end. Now, obviously, in the legal field, it is not like we can adopt that sort of framework to prototype solutions in our contracts or negotiations, but it is worth bearing in mind the impact of being innovative, to think differently, to leverage on tech, and how we can incorporate all of this into our daily work as much as possible, because when used properly, the effects speak for themselves. Yes, I think what Leonard said really resonates, and that's that we do have a lot of technology options in Clifford Chance to try and make our work easier and more efficient. So one thing I'm really starting to appreciate is that when we look at innovation, legal technology in the firm, it's not just coming up with lots of different types of technology and throwing all this technology that's available at us. But I see what the team really does is that it tries to understand what the different departments, different practice areas need for their work and to find the right technological solution that truly speeds up our workflow rather than just simply layer more technology on and saying that this will make our life easier. So I think it's really about coming back down to what the users need and then applying technology to specifically resolve those issues. I agree that there are many different technology options within Clifford Chance which are aimed to make our work easier. And the trick is really in applying the right types of technology to support the different practice area and to drive efficiencies. Now with hindsight and the experience at the DBS Hackathon, what aspects of innovation and thinking differently do you think is relevant to your role as a lawyer? So we have been on this theme about understanding the users, and I feel that this is so important for lawyers that we're able to drill down to what our clients are really looking for. Because the fact of the matter is that clients are not just looking for a document. And you're not just there to provide that specific document without understanding the context of why clients want that. So I think we want to think about what clients want to achieve in a transaction and using the design thinking framework to think about what is their job to be done and what needs they have in their organizations and what are the functions the deal is helping to achieve really allows us in our firm to deliver better services to our clients. So we are targeted at solving their pain points instead of just trying to get a document out there. Ultimately, we want to be able to think about what our client wants to fulfill through the particular transaction and help them meet that need. I'm sure we are all very well aware of the saying that teamwork makes the dream work. Tell us more about the team that participated in the hackathon and what do you think were the key drivers to success? So apart from Danielle and myself, we've also got Y and Tracy on the team, as well as the support of Joanne and Boya from our innovation lab. Altogether, we've formed, in my opinion, a really good team. I would say we've gotten pretty much most of the firm's functions covered in terms of our roles and job scope. For example, Y, who is our regional program director, basically pulled out all the connections he had within the firm to help us speak to different people to help streamline our product. I feel that all the legal minds trying to approach the problem statement also offered a lot of different perspectives and insights through our individual experience with scams and basically just everyone contributing with their own strengths, really. So I think this cross-department collaboration was great and each of us was super fun and energetic and enthusiastic. Even though we all had a lot of stuff going on and this hackathon is kind of on the side, 
the energy and commitment as well as the discipline towards this entire project left me very impressed and thankful to be part of the team. I would totally agree with Leonard here. I think we had a lot of fun coming up with a solution together and then trying to put together the final presentation. It was interesting seeing how each of us had a different view on things, how we had different skill sets, how we were plugged into the organization in different ways. And because we were all able to just come together, put our heads together, we were able to come up with a really nice solution in the end. It sounded like an amazing team and the teamwork did pay off with the team winning an award eventually. What would you describe as a memorable moment working as a team across lawyers and business professionals during the hackathon? I guess there were quite a few of these, but maybe one of the more memorable ones for me was the eureka moment the team shared when our product finally started to take shape and we decided on the direction we wanted to pursue. Another particularly memorable one was when we eventually made it into the finals and us having found out that we were the only law firm to have made it. I think that was quite triumphant and it was also a validation of our efforts. So very memorable. I think for me, it was the process of seeing everything come together and how we were able to leverage on the different resources available in the firm to formulate a solution that was both useful and well-developed. It was nice that everyone was just willing to chip in and we have so many different structures and support systems in the firm to make sure that everything is in the right place and we're able to deliver something good together. Sounds like it's been a wonderful experience overall and I'm really inspired by the teamwork demonstrated as well as what you both found to be meaningful lessons learned from this hackathon. I always believe that activities such as these really bring out the best in every individual, regardless of your profession. It really enriches your experience and knowledge overall. So just to conclude, is there anything that you'd like to say to some of your colleagues or peers to encourage them to take part in such activities in the future? I think it was a really fun experience. You do have extra training in design thinking, and it's a nice way to do something outside of our specific job scopes. And it was also great to be able to get to know different people in the firm's network and work together with them when we wouldn't otherwise normally have a chance to. That's exactly right. I mean, if you're not already sold after listening to this podcast, but on a serious note, it might sound like extra work on the face of things, but I promise you, if you actually give it a shot, and dedicate some time to it, the stuff that you get out of it will be very much worth your time. Thank you, Boya, Danielle, and Leonard for joining me on this podcast today. It has been a very insightful session, and I trust that Danielle and Leonard have inspired lawyers to be creative and to think differently in the ways legal services can be provided in the future. In the next episode of the Clifford Chance Lab Chat series podcast, we will hear about the impact of neurotechnology on lawyers and the legal practice from Dr. Alan McKay. If you'd like to discuss today's topic in more detail, please get in touch with me or any member of our innovation and best delivery team. You have been listening to the Clifford Chance podcast. Please subscribe and listen to our podcast on the Clifford Chance website, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 